That's right. We are listening to DJ Rob Moore, his fabulous uh, playlist right here for us, uh, setting it over to House of Pride Radio, coming at you folks live from San Francisco. We are detouring just for a minute. Uh, Rob and Rob's fans, stay put because we have a surprise for you. Joining the party right now uh, is the one and only Grammy Award winning producer, DJ and swimsuit model, Miss Tony, Mr. Tony Moran. Welcome. <laughs> oh my God, I think I just clutched a pearl. Like That is like the best intro that i've had like in pre-covid you know what i mean (laughs) yes crazy times how are you tweak i always love to be on there with you and uh thank you so much for inviting me you're welcome you're always welcome here i'm so excited to have you today because you have a party for us uh this weekend can you tell us a little bit about it yes but can i first give a a shout out Mm -hmm. um you know, like, you know, like I get to meet all of these remixers and various producers, and it's always been like kind of a, an organic process. You know, you get to meet them and you hear something you like, and then you try to reach out to them. And then sometimes, you know, they're in their own world, and it takes a minute just to be able to say, whoa, that was kicking ass. And, um, and so just only a couple of months ago, I, I reached out to Rob Moore because there's just something that I saw posted on my timeline on Facebook of a remix that he had done, Pussycat Dolls, and it just like, like, can I say it made me wet? It made Tony wet like, now. I'm not going to get beefed out, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a higher compliment than that. Getting Tony wet yeah. over one of your remixes yeah. is the ultimate. <laughs> and I, I just was so excited. And it's like, you know, I just had to write to him right away. And, you know, since then he sent me uh, a lot of music that I had played since then. And, you know, I know that he's always been hot and I get to check out the history. But when, you know, when someone just comes into your you know, comes into your into your field of vision. It's not because you didn't see them before. It's just it took something to notice it. So um, I just Rob kick, kick ass. All of the fans that are listening to Rob to Rob Moore's uh, playlist, podcast sets. Um, you know, I'm right there with you as being one of the fans. So Amen. I first had to say that, and uh, yeah, and, and so now I can talk about <laughs> yeah. Well, you know about Tony, what I'm Tony. I'm actually playing. He I'm featuring his mix now. So I've been playing it. And you're my first guest to drop in on the mix. And um, you were talking about uh, his 2020 version of When I Grow Up from the Pussycat Dolls, which, by the way, went to number one on the record pools, mass record pool and so forth. So, Rob. I was so I was yeah. so proud. And it was, it, you know, once I heard that mix, it just wound up being the only one I played. Because, you know, when you know you could feel it in your set, then you're not, like, looking around. You're not shopping around. When something hits you and something strikes you, then that's, that's what's in – that's what goes into, like – my, I don't have a playlist, but it goes into the ensemble of what it is I feel I can play to con- to to create the kind of you know the mood that I want for an audience. Oh, so you you would be you are playing that song when you DJ? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, right. totally, totally. I love it. And, uh, and, of course, some other mixes that he's just recently done. It just happened to be that that mix struck me so much that I had to, like, say to him right away, please answer me, please answer me, because I, like, <laughs> I need to know that you know that I liked it. You know, I don't know, whatever it is, sometimes, you know, you see a great movie, you want to just call up your friends and you want to just let them know that, you know, you just saw the most awesome movie or you saw the most awesome Netflix series or you saw the most awesome whatever. And that's how I felt when I heard one of his one of his recent mixes. And since then, of course, I've just like looked, looked him up and found various things on SoundCloud and in other areas that he's really... Um, as a, you know, I really feel that he has uh, an instinct about music that he cares about the song and his rhythms. He makes his rhythms work with the song at the same time being um, keeping the integrity of what his sound, what his sound is. And, you know, to me, I feel like my sound is a spectrum. You know, mm-hmm. I don't go all over the place. It's just I don't make myself limited to where I'd like to go. You know? mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hey, that was a home run, Rob Moore. You go, girl. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Garden Party. Ooh, super excited. Thank you so much. Yes, um, I'm really so excited about this because, you know, I know that, you know, having limited outlets to be able to channel your creativity, um, I, I, you know, I, I am very inspired by people that, you know, wherever they're at, wherever they're living, whatever they're environment is green screen or not green screen disco lights or just in your face that people are out there making the effort to express themselves and so um and it honestly took a couple of 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 those virtual shows to you know not have me go on board but i was like well let me try it and let me just figure out how i could do something that um is still it, it feels personal you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In front of no people, since I'm, you know, you're doing it in front of a camera in front of you. And so, um, you know, uh, and, you know, it's like just people are just getting to know that, you know, I moved to Birmingham, Alabama, and I, I got a great house here, and it has, and, and I has a great garden. I make beads, I make beads, and I plant my own tomatoes, and, you know, and I just, you know, and I, because I, 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 the house is big, I could play the speakers all around the house. So basically, you are in a discotheque at my house all day long as I'm planting tomatoes. The tomatoes feel the beats. The squash feels the beats. The okra feels the beats. And, and so it just, everything is blooming right now. So I said, well, instead of doing like a green screen kind of like high-tech party, let me do a, a party in my garden, which is a big garden and it has all kinds of lilies and various indigenous um floral beauty you know it's a colorful season right now and um and i set up my dj booth and i connected all the technical stuff and you know uh, i have my good friend uh, who's a resident over at uh, heretic nightclub in atlanta his name is mike pope and um and so we've been doing these kind of things together because we kind of you know integrate our technical and musical taste and knowledge to try to do an event together and along with our producer david omen who helps with all the graphics and all the extra things that give it that sizzle um i'm doing a, i'm doing a party at my house a three-hour set where dj mike pope from atlanta and myself are going to play kind of in tandem with one another to create I don't want to say it's like a tea dance. It's just like I'm feeling the atmosphere dance and I'm feeling the beauty around me and I feel life 
blossoming and growing around me. And it inspires me to know that whatever that we're, whatever we're going through, that life continues and that we will, you know, there's all so many reasons to, you know, to, to, to look at the other side of, of the other side of sadness and to say, things are still growing. Things are still blossoming, you know, let's be safe. Let's, and, and let's enjoy the things that are growing it's, instead of like just focusing on the things that are not and um, and the politics that you know that continue to bring you down because you know it's just like it's just a, it's just a lot to see so I'm like turn off the television go onto the internet go onto my Twitch channel please follow me my Twitch address is. DJ underscore Tony underscore Moran. And if you go onto my Facebook, which is, you know, Tony Moran, um, you know, it'll have all the information and you really don't have to go through any kind of extensive process to tap into it. So I'm going to be three hours live in my garden with my two cockatoo birds, my puppy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have a question. And maybe my cat, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, yeah. and beats and speakers and, you know, it's going to be live, so I'm just going to give you what I feel in my heart, and so whether it's perfect or are there any imperfections, you know, I'm going to give you the human part of me that, you know, wants to wants to tap into as much optimism as possible. Yeah, and give, like it, to give it, it to us, Tony. Give it to us. It's hot in uh, Alabama, so does that mean you will be shirtless? Well, I haven't <laughs> gone through the passion part of it yet. I'm still trying to do runway because yeah. I have to kind of like – like, like adjust that to the amount of macaroni and cheese and baked beans that I've been having during this whole COVID thing and no gym, but I'm going to be free. I'm going to wear an open shirt. And if, you know, lately the weather has been like, there's a beautiful breeze in, in the back of, of, of the house and, and there's sunlight that comes in. Unfortunately, it has just enough shade that, and of course I got like five high powered, like industrial fans coming my way. So I could give you that Marilyn Monroe, underneath the New York subway, you know, on top of a New York subway system, you know, great, you know, letting my dress go up. Or maybe my shirt will twirl up. Yeah, just, you know? wear, yeah, just wear something silky and light so it can, you know, twirl up. I feel good about myself. <laughs> I mean, I just like, you know, I'm just going to be me. <laughs> well, thank you. And that that's amazing. That's about as big, you know, that's the way, that's the way, it's just like it, was gonna make, it made me Rob feel about all the compliments I gave him. You just made me feel special. Yeah, party <laughs> in Tony's backyard this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to tune in. <laughs> yeah, and so thank you so much, you know, Tweaker Turner for, yes, yes, you know, um, you know, helping to, to, to host a party and to tell your friends about it. And it's not about numbers. It's just like, you know, I make music. I'm not a promoter. I'm not a marketing person. I'm just a guy that loves to play his music and, you know, having friends like you, Tweeka, and other friends that have support my endeavors that, you know, I had this opportunity to do it and then to, you know, make an opportunity so people didn't just let it pass by. And it's okay. It's not my last set. But well, the world knows that I you, do it. you put music together in a unique and powerful way that it's uplifting. So, folks, this weekend, if you want to feel uplifted and in good spirits, tune in to Tony Moran's Garden Party. Uh, you and DJ Mike, who? Mike Pope? DJ Mike Pope, who is the resident DJ at the Heretic Nightclub in Atlanta. And, um, and so, really, you know, Atlanta is a great city. 
And so because Birmingham, Alabama, and Atlanta are so close together, you know, just when I moved here, we just kind of became like DJ, you know, closer as DJ Buds to, you know, to, um, you know, to, you know, you know, we both did stuff like, you know, we both got casted. We went to each other's house on different occasions, very safe to play music and, you know, just trying to, you know, try to like not let the spirit of what we love diminish. And um, so I've done one, one, one party with him for Heretic to, uh, to benefit the, the bartenders and the staff of the Heretic that at that point, you know, didn't know whether they were going to get unemployment or get paid and the clubs always in the clubs. And so we raised almost $10,000 for that. And this time, you know, we are going to, we have a, a charity that, you know, that, that we believe in and to get people masks and in, in regards to youth, but that's just part of what we want to extend ourselves for. What we really want to do is play music from the heart and lift people's spirits without feeling like they have to feel guilty about doing anything else except enjoy it. And if you feel like you're in a place where you would like to contribute, then that's wonderful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, and it's recognized. But, you know, for all the people out there, like, don't let all of that, you know, just bring, you know, you know, bring you pressure that you don't need. You choose what you want. Anything that you, anything that anybody is donating to that's for an act of good, you know what I mean? Regardless, I don't care what country, what, whoever, gay, not gay, or whatever. If you're doing something to go help people, you do it. And you don't have to do it over and over and over again in order to kind of prove like what you do. That's you know, right. Just, yeah. Tony, so, you you preach, Tony. You 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 preaching the love. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm <laughs> All right. Well, Tony, this is uh your weekend party. It's called the the Garden Party. Be sure, folks, to tune into it. I'm going to be spreading the info on on my side as well. Tony, it's always a pleasure to have you. We love you. Thank you so much. I love you guys, San Francisco. I miss you so much. Okay, have a great night. You too. Talk to you again. Bye-bye, honey. Bye. All right, folks, more about DJ Rob Moore.
Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are rocking along with DJ Rob Moore today on his super powerful mix. Uh, we have another uh, um, local luminary, really, uh, and actually uh, a guy who's changing a lot of things in our city. Joining the party now, uh, the one and only uh, supervisor of District 6, Mr. Matt Haney. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. All right. I didn't know I was joining a party. All right. <laughs> I, could use a, I could use a party these days. I feel like that's <laughs> so true because I see the good that you're, you're doing uh, with the uh, mask distribution in District 6, which, by the way, I'm a, I'm a resident of for 11 years. Uh, okay. Over good. at High No Faro. Amen. Um, I see hey, we're, we're almost neighbors. You know, I live, I live, I live a block uh, down from you. Oh, well, we are, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to join your bandwagon and, and get in on, on all the help that you're doing to our community <laughs> because I see you doing that, and I, I've seen the um, opening up of uh, m even more uh, t COVID-19 testing sites, which is a excellent idea. Uh, but it, from my perspective as a resident, I feel like you're battling an up uphill battle because, I mean, call me naive, Matt, but when uh, before the COVID pandemic hit us, um, you know, a lot of people were complaining about the, the tents on the sidewalks and, uh, you know, it was kind of like on everyone's mind and how do we solve the problem and it's just this huge mountain. And I naively thought that when the virus started and you heard on the news that people were going to be put in the hotels that the, the tent situation would, would be um, kind of taken care of. But what this actually has happened is that it's blossomed into like three times as more tents everywhere. Now we have a tent city and civic center. Can you tell me what the root problem is about what is going on? Well, I was, opti I was optimistic too. <laughs> I thought that we would be able to do it much quicker and that we would recognize that you can't have a shelter in place where you leave out thousands of people. You know, these people can't stay at home like everyone else. They have nowhere to go. And so they're at risk of getting sick and getting other people sick. And so it's and, and they have been getting sick. You know, we just had a, a stat that came out that uh, over the last two months, uh, there have been uh, homeless deaths at triple the level of last year during this same time period. Uh, so it's, it really is deadly for people to be outside right now. And, you know, we, we have not been moving fast enough. You know, part of the I think that the the issue here is that we are in an economic uh, depression and people need to understand it that way. I mean, think about it like the Great Depression in terms of the level of unemployment. And so people are losing their jobs and they're closing down their businesses and that's going to lead to more poverty and to more homelessness. And a lot of people, you know, it's like you, people say, well, you, you can't be evicted right now. Well, most evictions don't happen in court. They happen because you used to have a place to stay, a couch to sleep on, a shelter that you might have go, gone in and out of. And most of that is either shut off to people now because SROs, for example, won't allow guests or, you know, people lost their income. And so they can't pay what little they had for the place that they used to crash at. And so that's left a lot more people homeless. In the Tenderloin alone, we have an increase in the number of tents on the streets of 300 percent. I see it who, every day. And Matt, I have to know, say it's it's just yeah. shocking. It just it's just goes against every grain in my body that is acceptable for people to now use sidewalks, which are designed for moving pedestrians, as homes. And in some area on High right. Street, you actually can't use the sidewalk as a sidewalk anymore between Ellis yeah. and you know Golden Gate. Um, I saw, even on my way here today it's to the station, I saw um, a man in a wheelchair 
struggling to get between the end of the sidewalk and the tents, mm. and he got berated because he was too close to a tent by one of mm. the tenants. I mean, it's just so unfair for mm. folks in wheelchairs or disabled. And yeah, and, and yeah. I mean, it's not, it's hard for everyone, not just yeah. the people who are on the streets. It means in the tenderloin, you're putting your life at risk when you go walk to the corner store. I mean, you, you shouldn't have to well, worry. I mean, <laughs> it does feel know. a little dicey, right? But thank God we haven't risen to the, or sunk rather to that level where there's a lot of, like, you know, crime on the corners. Right. I mean, I haven't right. really experienced that. And I, I walk every day, you know, three times a day out around that area, right. walking my dog. And, you know, uh, yes, it happens. But would you agree with me? It's not at that level of just pandemic uh, crime ridden. I think. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, I think that there is more danger to people, uh, you know, than normal. But at the same time, you know, this is a neighborhood that generally, you know, looks out for each other. You know, I, 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 I could stand in front of my, you know, my block and even if there's some bad stuff going on that, you know, most people would look out for me and are looking out for others. And, you know, that's really important, too. I think actually part of what makes it more dangerous, particularly in the evening, is because there are less people out. And the people who are out may be, you know, in some cases up to no good in some of them. That's right. So, and the stores close you know, at 8 p.m. now. Right. And we don't have our bars and we don't have our restaurants open and we don't have people going out, you know, for those reasons, which actually help with public safety. You know, these bars, you know, people walking around, coming about and that that creates eyes on the streets to keep people safe. That's true. Now, let me ask you, though. So is uh, so the tent city that has sprung up at Civic Center and it's now fenced off with a kind of like a green top plastic that's on the fencing. Is that considered safe? I don't like it. I'm telling you the truth. I, I, I think that we can do better than that. I mean, it's like you look up at C- City Hall and you're here in one of the richest cities in the, you know, in the country and, or in the history of the world. And that's the best we can do. You know, you're still people are still on the concrete. They're still they're in a congregate environment where they could still spread the virus among the people who are there. You know, I, I, I think hotel we have over 40,000 empty hotel rooms in San Francisco most of the hotel rooms if we put somebody in them is reimbursed by the federal government they're paying us they pay us to do this and the hotels want the people because they're not making any money and nobody's coming to San Francisco right now but would you put like the people who have mental and drug issues in those hotel rooms because wouldn't they destroy those rooms it hasn't been my experience. I, you know, I worked at one of these hotels for the last two weeks as a disaster service worker at nighttime. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people who are have mental illness, uh, it is it is still safer for them to be able to get treatment inside. Very few of the rooms were destroyed in any sort of way. And if it is, if they if they are doing damage to the room, you know, most of them aren't doing that because then they're going to get kicked out, and they won't. They want to if they've come into the hotel, they likely want to stay there. Okay, and so that that program has an apparatus of support of folks like yourself. Oh yeah, yourself. and there's behavioral mm-hmm. health, and they're getting three meals a day. They get a TV. I mean, you know, why would you why would you destroy the room? I mean, yeah. if somebody is that mentally ill and and completely destroys a room, then they're unfortunately they're they're likely going to be maybe sent to um, PES or our emergency services for people who are in psychiatric crisis but that's probably where they should get sent to get some help rather than on the street yelling in the sky yelling at me and you and, and you know or yes walking down the street in the amen <laughs> and as a resident you see that every day like i do like um it, it's it's jarring it's like oh my god what is happening to our community 
you know, people are screaming at the top of their lungs and they just look so disheveled. I mean, what is the city's, like, long-term solution for housing, you know, the 20,000 people and finding ways to help mentally disabled, you know, people? Wh what's the long-term solution? Is it, are, are we defeated or is there actually a way to get everyone off the street that wants to be? I mean, it's, I think it's a number of things. I mean, finally, we're starting to work with the other counties. You know, these other these public health orders have been with the other Bay Area counties, and we can't do this alone because, you know, what you see, and you might be in Daly City, and obviously they have mentally ill people too, all the way down to Palo Alto, and yet if somebody is doing something similar to what you and I see every day down there, they, you know, their their folks often just put them on the BART train, you know, and say, well, they're going to end up in San Francisco or Oakland or wherever, and It'll be their problem. And so we, we really have to make sure we're all working together. And then, you know, having ways to transition people off the streets. I mean, a lot of these people that were in the hotel that I was in, they, they looked just like they were regular guests at the hotel. They, they were taking the meals. They were smiling. You could chat with them. You know, but if you saw them on the street, you would say, oh, my God, this person could never take care of themselves. They could never, uh, you know, be stable. And the reality is that when people are on the streets, it's it's – really damaging to people's mental health and physical wellness. And if they have some sort of issue, you know, where they need medication or something, it's going to really be exacerbated by being on the streets. Totally, so ag totally agree with you. Yeah, yeah. The environment of you know, the sheer, you know, cold and deprivedness of living on the street, it's going to bring you down mentally and physically. Um, so that being said, and working with the counties around you, um, is there some sort of strategy of building structures that can – lift everyone from the sidewalk into a permanent like building that the city owns or the county owns or the state owns and then you know start to rehabilitate people that way yeah i mean we we have you know i've been working to get more navigation centers open we've uh, opened a few of those i do think we also have an opportunity with these hotels you know we've got you know hundreds of hotels in, in san francisco some of which uh would be open to long-term leases with us or oh, that's interesting for mm -hmm. you know or, or or even selling to the city that's a great um, idea matt you know yeah. and, and those folks you know some of those places could be treatment centers transition you know it's not necessarily permanent housing but get someone into into a unit start to treat them get them the health care the mental health care and then hopefully some people can be independent some people are very old and need to be in nursing homes you know that's what i'm finding too oh, you got these very very old sick people people in wheelchairs you know, in the hotel I had, you had people who were older, who had HIV. I mean, and the idea that these people in San Francisco are on the street, I mean, come on. You know? I mean, it all not, sounds uh, civilized. It sounds like the future holds uh, some brightness. I mean, I see what used to be the House of Fans at Hyde and Post Street being converted. Is that going to be another um, rehabilitation center for homeless folks? Yeah, it'll. so that uh, the, the, high, the House of Fans will be navigation center for transitional age youth so you know younger folks who who need to uh you know to get off the street and get treatment and hopefully transition to housing so you know we, we are building you know sites like that and we obviously need a lot more of them and there, there are far too few options for people on, who are on the street right now okay and i know you have to go to a, a collective meeting um but uh, I just wanted to ask you, you know, I've, we've been talking about one topic, but on your wish list, what are the top three things that need to be addressed the most in your district? 
Well, homelessness, we've talked about a lot, I think is the number one issue. Uh, and it's connected to, you know, mental health and, and drug addiction. Uh, but I, I do think that drug, drug, drug overdoses and the, the really extensive, dangerous, deadly drugs that are being sold, um, you know, like fentanyl, I think is a really huge issue for our city. We uh, have had more overdoses each year, and just they just ballooned over the last year in terms of people dying of overdoses. So we really need to focus more on that. Um, you know, those are two huge issues which are connected, you know, to housing and all the things we're talking about. Um, I'll add a third one in there, which is that, you know, our district often is uh, treated as a bit of a, a containment zone as it, as, it, as, it, as it comes to a lot of issues. But it's one of the few areas where residents have to worry about stepping in poop every time they, you know, walk down the street. And I think residents here deserve to have clean streets and sidewalks just like everyone else. And, you know, so we should have public bathrooms and deep cleaning of sidewalks and all the things that allow us to keep our neighborhoods clean. It's really like an issue of human dignity uh, to be able to have a neighborhood that's not filthy. I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot to mention my, my uh, I have a neighbor who texted me a question for you that pertaining to why can't we have more permanent bathrooms in District 6? <laughs> yeah. That was from well, Diego. I've added, yeah, I've added a few dozen. Uh, you'll notice there's a, there's a bunch more in the neighborhood even since COVID began, um, including one right down the street from you on O'Farrell, Taylor and O'Farrell. Um, there's one on Larkin and Willow. Those are both new. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to have all these ones that we open be 24 hours because the, the real serious issues normally, not even during COVID, are eating at night where there's nowhere to go to the bathroom. But now during COVID, there's nowhere to go to the bathroom, period. I actually, when I go on the, my walks around the city or around the district, I actually plan some of my walks around making sure I stop by where the bathrooms are because if I'm drinking water, you know, yes, the you, coffee you, you're, shops you're limited. aren't open. The, <laughs> yeah, the restaurants aren't open. Everybody's having to use these, you know, and it's just a recognition that this is an essential function for human beings. Shouldn't shouldn't be hard to find. Yeah. Let me let you go, but um, I would love to have you back. I'm totally feeling your vibe and what you're doing for our district and beyond. And uh, we should have a, a touch base every now and then. What do you think of that? Yes, absolutely. Now, you know, you're my neighbor, too. I'm on hide between Ellis and Eddie. Yeah, I'd like to get more involved. I, I may okay. email your assistant, uh, Han, about that. Absolutely. Thank you so much for inviting me, work. Enjoy Th the party. Thank you. Thank you for joining our party today, Matt. Uh, you take care. We'll talk to you again. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, folks, wasn't that an interesting conversation? We're going to now go on back to some dance music, pick up the pace a little bit, pick up the beat, feel the groove, and we'll be back with more surprises for you right here on House of Pride Radio.
Oh, yeah, you're listening to DJ Rob Moore in the house with his fabulous uh, mix here. We are having a party. And joining our party right now all the way over in Miami is the one and only Susan, lead singer of the fabulous group Company B. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. What's up, Tweeka? How's it going? I'm trying to make the light of the of, you know bad situation by having a party right here in House of Pride uh, Radio. Doing some hey, dancing. Party, party, party. <laughs> you <laughs> like parties. Your group definitely likes parties. Yes, we love to party. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, we want to um, PR the fact that you have remastered Fascinated. Can you tell us about that? Uh, yes, we remastered uh, Fascinated. It really was done in uh, like uh, 2010. We remastered it, but then we got Giuseppe which is known for freestyle, and he just redid the track. So, And then we finally put it out. We ju- I was just holding on to it, not doing anything with it, and I just finally decided to put it out. I got, I'm going to play it for our listeners in just a minute. So you are over down there in, in southern uh, Florida, in the Miami area. Yes. Um, how's it going? Are things opening up? Uh, uh, yeah, a uh, uh, couple of... Uh, Barbershops have opened up, salons, but no, uh, no clubs, unfortunately. But you know, we're we're trying to, you know, try to stay safe and hope soon this will be uh, in control. I guess call it. But it's been raining like crazy. It's like a hurricane's on its way now. Oh my God! Tropical rains. I wish we had that here. It is hot in San Francisco. Um, you ladies have been busy. You just recently did um the Southern Florida. Is it called the Pride in Southern Florida? What was that about? Yes, that was um for the COVID nineteen, uh, and it was to give back to the community. Um, it was South Florida Pride Collective. Yes, and that was with the Gay Eight Festival called us and asked us if we could be one of the performers in the house, and we said we would love to. So that was very exciting. We had a good time with that. Yes. Fabulous. San Francisco uh, LGBTQ leaders, if you're listening, hey, why don't we get Company B over here in some of our um, virtual shows that are coming up uh, in the month of June? That would be fabulous. We would love that. I just finally ordered the proper equipment that you're supposed to use when you do Zoom because the, the stuff we had before, we didn't know because, you know, it was our first time. But, it's a um, learning curve for everyone. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, good. It when we, when curve. I'm going to call you later about that. I want to hear all, like, uh, the, is it a special, like, interface or something like that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we can talk. I was, I was on um, YouTube trying to find out exactly what I needed to get and if I had what, I was supposed to use already. So some of the things I had and some of the other things I had to purchase for us. Yes. Wow. So that just takes you to a whole new level. So, uh, yes, we have, we've got to get you involved in more, um, celebrations of virtual celebrations this year. So let's work on that for you. In the meantime, folks, we're going to play the remastered, uh, uh, version of fascinated. One of my favorite all time freestyle jams. (laughs) So great talking to you, Tweeka. Great talking to you, Susan. You take oh. care. Oh, and folks, go follow Company B. Uh, where's the best place to do that? Okay, on Facebook, we're at The Real Company B. Uh, Twitter, Company B Music. Instagram, Company B Music. We're even on TikTok, Company B Music. You can go to video, or, you know, send it to us. You know, we're excited about that. You can make up a, a routine and to our music and then just, you know, and we'll put it on Facebook or Instagram. Yes, we're excited. 
All right, you heard that here. All right, Susan, you take care. Tell the, the girls I said hello. Uh, we love you guys. I will. All right, bye. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to go right now to Fascinated, the uh, remastered version. Here we go.
That's the Fierce Company B Remastered Fascinated, one of the biggest hits from the freestyle era. Let's all round out our show with the rest of Mr. DJ Rob Moore's fabulous mix in the house.
Oh my God, Rob Moore, you are rocking it out today. Thank you so much for including my release on House of Pride Music, Feels Like Love by Ricola, to, to close on out your fabulous uh, mix show. All right, it's a new thing on House of Pride. It's called In The Mix. We're featuring DJs and producers. Every week, we are listening to DJ Rob Moore's fabulous In The Mix. If you want to catch Rob, catch him on SoundCloud, DJ Rob Moore, Facebook, DJ Rob Moore. Rob Moore forever. Thank you, Rob. That concludes House of Pride Radio, ladies and gentlemen. But we're going to keep the music going. We're playing uh, another fun mix with a lot of divas. We want to see you back here next Wednesday, folks, for more in the mix and more surprised guests popping in on our party. We love you here from San Francisco. You guys stay safe. Love you all. I'm your host, Pika Turner. Bye-bye.
Tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. 
Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny radio, my friend. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Four Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Everybody, listen to the weekly review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the weekly review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. 
subliminal SF, is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of <laughs> YouTube uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. 5% yeah, right. I'm so time. lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh. Let's watch full length. All right, let's do a full-minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See you next month. Cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. 
But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> on a lark and peeing in the park. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. That's the duh of Francais, not the duh of dames. But never mind that. Don't follow me now. Follow me later. I mean, for right now. Ah, let's watch a full-length movie on you. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie with Mike Spiegelman on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And I got to tell you, it's Lawathla Mott. 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 Right. I don't, I'm don't. i really bad at pronouncing, pronouncing words, so it's Lawathla <laughs> Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are very excited. We uh, watch a full-length movie with you, uh, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That is our podcast name feed and our Twitter handle and our YouTube channel. And we are always heard first on MutinyRadio.fm every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Why don't you go to Venmo, send money to at MutinyRadio, make Pam Benjamin, our station manager, happy. Uh, and us happy. That's our only advertisement. What movie are we watching today? Uh, today, we are actually watching a quality movie. It is called Death Proof 2007. It's Quentin Tarantino. So you put in Death Space Proof 2007 in your YouTube search engine. We like the channel I... No, it's L-O-M-I-N-E-F-E. Lom in... The Waffle Mart. <laughs> yeah. L-O-M-I-N-E-F-E. Click on that link, press pause, slide it back to zero, 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 and buffer. Death proof. We have a special countdown uh, from the Countdown King himself, who is not here with us, so we have his replacement, a robot. We please give it up for the Paul Brumbot. Yes, not a robot, a Brumbot. Another day in the hood. Here we go, folks. You know the drill. Get your finger over that little triangle, and in three, two... One, go.
this this opening I I love. Fuck the Roaring Lion. This is really cool because here's a Dimension film straight out of the nineties. Yes. And Dimension used to do shitty movies in the seventies. Here we go. Best music ever. Well, Dimension Pictures was in the seventies, and Dimension Films is today, and they're not connected except for the name Dimension. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I know that that the Dimension of the 90s. Now this is cool. This little cartoon. Except for the good. Doesn't look like a shitty movie at all. I just wanted to Dimension you... this. Yeah. Sorry, I, I have dementia. Did you uh, ever see a movie intro like this before, where a, it's different lions showing different types of movies, like you know, Panther is restricted lion? No. Uh... Listen, I gotta tell you, the first time I ever bumped into this movie ever was you telling me about it.
We have a couple of comedians in house. We're going to watch you laugh out loud. Performances by and uh, we're going to talk over it. It's going to be fun. Dennis Wolfberg. Marty Putz. Tom Arnold. Laura Keitlinger. John Mulrooney. And Bobby Collins. Just got in from Miami. Anybody know it? <laughs> yeah, let me make you feel at home. How are you there? <laughs> oh, my God. These Go people along. are farting dust down there, I tell you. <laughs> and the humidity, you get off the plane, you know it's going to be a bad hair day, right? You, you get off, and my hair... I look like Link from Mod Squad. What's Mod Squad? And it's all Cuban, the and they're Squad. great people. It's all Cuban, and 95%. Thank God I took, like, Spanish people. one for, like, five years, you know? <laughs> Hola, Isabel. Como estas? Estoy bien, gracias, E2. Me llamo Roberto. Cuban guys see me now with like an afro. I bought a dashiki and I was selling some incense by now. And they came over to me. They're like, "Cuando se canta con la puerta que te quede Hola, Isabel. Como esta? You ever see a Cuban stutter? Cuando se canta con la So I shot him. I know, right? They like everything. And every commercial down there is for something called Depends. <laughs> you know what it is? I didn't know what it is. What is it? Diapers for the adults. Hey, I'd wear these. Come on, you ever go to a movie in the middle of the movie you gotta go? Now you lean over. <laughs> The grocery store, the lay the cashiers over there, sir. 41.95. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think he just outed what his fetish is. He, he has a feces fetish. Give me one no, of those. Diaper fetish. You know, like he's probably one of those man babies. They're loving him. Go ahead, you can go in front of me. Jokes always they took me to a nude beach. They took me to a nude beach. I wear like trunks, right? I wear trunks, short trunks. Nice. Not the Cuban guys. Oh no, they're only this big and they wear like speedos. And they got like kilbasi in the front there. And they're standing there, cuando se canta el Goya. Now I'm inadequate. I'm like, I gotta be B2. I go to the beach, and the women are all nude. They're all topless, and, and I kind of like that, you know? And two of them recognize me. They come over to me, and I tell you, I froze, you know? And they're coming over there talking to me. In my head, I was like, touch my pee-pee, touch my pee-pee. 
but definitely I that, man so baby fetish. Man baby. He just said touch my pee pee. Yeah, and he's uh, And they're looking at each yeah. other. Is this guy like a fool? No! I became like a point of reference on the beach. People, people were like, where's the ladies' room? Make a right at a guy that looks like a rhododendron. No! I want to dress like him for so, Halloween. It's good to be here. Hey, what, what happened Bobby to Ted Collins. Kennedy's head? We could play a game this where every like time his hand head. touches the closer hand, we take a bottle. Oh, my God! <laughs> TV looks like a keg of beer. <laughs> Even the other senators were going over to his head. Hey, yeah, opening up his head. Beer here. You want some beer? Beer here. And you know he's looking at Anita Hill going, look at the bazoolies on her. <laughs> Misogyny and racism, pretty much the crux of this set. Thank you, 1984. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, if Elizabeth uh, Stanton was on that lineup. It, right? <laughs> Come on, did you see him? Even little, he's gonna be in the Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York. Hey, Ma, what, what float is that? Uh, that's the new state Kennedy uh, from Massachusetts, the senator. He's like, his head just kept getting bigger and bigger. Beer here, beer here. Come on, you know this guy, Clarence Thomas. Come on, I come from New York. You can look in someone's eyes and you know who's lying. This guy, Anita, come on in the office. Come on in, yeah. Close the door. Yeah, come on in. Hey, Anita. Anita. Say hello to Long Dong Silva. What year did the Anita Hill Claire Tom Thomas thing happen? I really want to come from Utah, because I want Orrin Hatch representing me. Oh, I was just guessing. Hey, Orrin, glazed donut or a brown muffin? Who was president at the time, Reagan? That was Reagan, so it wasn't during Reagan. I think it must have been during the Clinton era, so this must be in the 90s somewhere. I've been away, traveling, my wife, like, all, all time, last week. Bob, the baby's got a cold, new baby. Baby's got a cold, okay, I'm coming home. I walk in the door, I got my bags, the baby's right, sitting right there, she blows a bubble out of a nostril. 97. My wife 97. runs over with something that looks like a turkey base. Go, I think it'd be interesting to do like a history project where you just take old stand-up of them talking about the president the and world events. Just those clips. You know, from, yeah. From, you know, the comedic perspective on the historical presidency. Not so current events. I get back out here. Bobby, 10K race. Run a 10K with us. Come on, Somebody Bobby. Give me a I'm grant. from New York. We rush. We don't run. Ends with Matthew Quirk. He's on, the last, 10K, you know, for 10K. the current. The current, current. Come on. How many blocks is that? I show up, I got my gym shorts on, t-shirt, black socks. I'm a New Yorker, right? <laughs> I show up, I'm waiting there. How hard can 6.2 miles be for a New Yorker? I got my gym sneakers on. Come on. First two miles, I'm fooling around. I'm running backwards. I'm like... <laughs> After the second mile, I, I couldn't form vowels. <laughs> And people talk to you when they run. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Oh, I'm not doing so good. <laughs> At one point, a bubble came out of my mouth. 
And my face was so tired, it started to lift my face up. And, and people are going, look, he's the comic. He's always fooling around. I, I never had a bubble come out of my mouth. No one I always thought seriously. your lungs were somewhere in here. Oh, they're not. They're not. They're right here. They're right here. The little man with a knife, and he kept stabbing me. He kept stabbing me. Thank God the people I was running with were oblivious to the fact that I was having respiratory problems. Or as we say in New York, uh, a stroke. <laughs> What's a stroke? That's when half your body chooses up sides to see which half's gonna die first. I look good from the left. If you saw me from the left, 10K, Carl Lewis, 10K. From the right, I'm like that. <laughs> were going by, they thought I was waving at them. I was like, no, and then the bubble came out. My name's Bobby Collins, thank you. Bobby Collins, you like that guy? I didn't like that guy that much. I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't study him in the past. Good evening and welcome tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I just got off the He makes me think, like, if he could do it, I could do it. Sure, you all know what that's That's what I liked about that Cruise is one big floating excuse to get drunk. Except the one advantage I found to being on a cruise is on a boat, right? The boat moves, right? But since the drunks stagger when they walk, they walk straight on a cruise. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> sober people are bouncing off the walls. <laughs> drunks like, get out of the way, you sober idiot. <laughs> You're screwing up the whole party. Have a cocktail and fall in line, will you? <laughs> you know, if you go on a cruise between, if you go first class with the gambling and all that other nonsense, you can spend a lot of money. So I don't understand why they get to make the rules on a cruise, like dinner, for instance. You're supposed to get dressed up. It's a big crock, right, you know? I show up to dinner the first night, I didn't know this, first night on the ship, you know, and I'm wearing uh, vacation attire. Sandals, you know, one of them's broken, so I'm walking like this, trying to keep it on. Shorts, T-shirt, you know, goofy umbrella drink. And there's a maitre d' at the dining room door, standing there, you know these snotty, arrogant guys? He's got that attitude like he can smell a dirty diaper, but he can't find it. He was the last comedian. I was the last comedian with the diaper, yeah. Gives him that long one, so he goes, pardon me, sir. You're not properly attired for dinner this evening. What? <laughs> Listen, tough guy, unless you want trouble, get out of the way. All right, now I start swinging. <laughs> this is a big act, right? You got to get dressed up. Come on, that's a lot of... It's like, I don't understand like what pepper is in a restaurant. Someone please tell me what that's all about. Why does pepper get such special treatment? Right? Your salad comes out and some special pepper ninja <laughs> appears from nowhere with like a missing coffee table leg. <laughs> I am missing a rung in my banister. What the hell is this? Suddenly I'm a pepper connoisseur. I can tell the difference between what's already on the table and what you're trying to screw out of this wooden leg. It's a big act. Clean they tell jokes. you, well, that's fresh ground pepper right there. <laughs> that pepper right there has been freshly ground brand new for you right here at your table. Okay, thank you. I appreciate the effort. But what about the other condiments? You know, how come they don't get the same treatment? 
Or is a guy with a belt sander and a big block of salt? <laughs> Fresh salt, beep! <laughs> or a guy with a tomato and a mallet? Where's Gallagher when you need Ketchup on your fries? Services in your restaurant. Little Mark? This is the best of the best, Rachel. Are you in your coffee, lady? Come on, hold that cup up. Get it. Hey. All right, come on, Elsie. Back in the kitchen now, you big old cow. Look at that cow. She sure gets excited around people, doesn't she? comfortable with that whole wine tasting routine either you know that's another big act I don't know about you guys but I don't drink wine in a restaurant because it tastes good I just want to get a little buzz with dinner <laughs> that's all the same maitre d comes out with the bottle wrapped in a towel like he just gave birth to it would you like to see the label why does it have a warning on it <laughs> Unless you see a skull and crossbones I'm unaware of. <laughs> Crack it open and fill up the glasses, Captain. <laughs> and then they open it up. Would you like to smell the cork? <laughs> Why, where'd you have it? <laughs> you smell it. <laughs> Still all clean dirty diaper you were looking for. <laughs> I just came back from visiting the folks in New York. It's always a pleasure for my folks when I come home. Reminds of me when I was a child. We played some nasty tricks on my folks. The worst had to be when I was, when I was 13 years old. Um, my brother was a year older than I am, uh, so it makes him. He was 14. We were sitting at the kitchen table, doing our homework or something, and my mom was cooking by the kitchen uh, stove, and she goes, my sister Mary, who was about a year old at the time, was upstairs and she had just awakened from a nap and my mother heard her crying. So she goes, um, you know, I think I hear you, your sister crying. She goes, run upstairs and get her. Okay. Me and my brother run upstairs, we get her. And I says to my brother, hey, Billy, 